Did you guys see Colbert at the RNC? Yeah. Yeah. I did. <laughs> oh, man. That was awesome. Even they thought it was funny. <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to be here, but honestly, Donald Trump isn't either. <laughs> I like this. As I'm searching for the Mike Pence op-eds, I find an article. Who said it? Melania Trump or Twilight Sparkle from My Little Pony? <laughs> <laughs> that or we can just talk about Pokemon Go for an hour. <laughs> Did that already on, on Prodigal Sons. I got yelled at for it. <laughs> okay. Who yelled at you? Leonard. Oh. Did not like yeah. that. Not think it's funny or interesting. Said he was going to punch me in the gallbladder. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he did. The Profane Argument is a podcast for secularists, freethinkers, agnostics, and atheists. We discuss topics that we think are relevant to non-believers. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 16th episode of the Profane Argument Podcast. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. So this week, we are going to start off, since it is happening right now, we are going to be talking about the Republican National Committee, the... RNC that is going on right now for Trump's nomination. So I guess we can start off with, uh, why don't we start off with Melania? Because everybody is talking about Melania today and the speech she gave and the fact that, the fact, it is a fact that she plagiarized (laughs) Michelle Obama's speech from from, uh, Obama's nomination eight years ago. So I've been seeing, yeah, go ahead. Well, not the whole speech. Yeah. Right, not the whole speech, but a section of it, a decent <laughs> section of it, was completely she, word for word. She she took the time to take out things like, my husband Barack. <laughs> yeah, I think they said uh, out of 26 words, 24 words were lifted exactly in the same order. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's actually a, a video on YouTube now that uh, has the two speeches overlaid, and they're almost at the same cadence. Like, you can oh, wow. follow along. They're... they're identical so i i spent well uh, go ahead sorry i spent a, a little bit of time this morning when i logged into facebook i was immediately assaulted by all the people that i work with telling me how oh all first ladies speeches are roughly the same it's not it's not that bad it's not like she actually plagiarized it it's just they don't have much to say because they're women oh. nobody actually <laughs> said that but oh, Jesus. that's basically what they were going for <laughs> So I, every single one of those, I posted the the YouTube clip of them saying the exact same words at almost the exact same time. I mean, it's it's fair to say though that w- we don't really think Melania wrote this speech, right? Well, that she had a speechwriter who lifted this somehow. But it was actually said by I don't know if it was Trump or one of his lackeys that that she did write a good part of it. I mean, it was you know a substantial part of it. So did she write that part or did she write other parts? So if you Google Melania says, it auto-completes with that she wrote the speech. There you go. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, okay. So then I guess then I guess that's why no one's getting fired over this. Because that's the big thing they keep saying. Nobody's getting fired. There's nothing going to be done. Well, you, you can't fire your wife. Right. Yeah. So. It, but I don't – but I, honestly, I don't believe that though. I don't believe that she wrote that speech. Do you guys? No, well, I don't. No. No. Okay. I don't so somebody so. did this on purpose? Could be. Or – 
She wanted to be a part of it. Donald Trump said, mm, why don't you just smile and wave? <laughs> she said, no, I have a great speech that I want to give. And someone said, yes, it'd be good that, you know, that to show that, you know, you have your wife's support. And she was like, oh, shit, I don't actually have a speech. So she Googled, uh, you know, oh. excellent. She was just like famous speeches. <laughs> this one came up and she went, no one will remember that. <laughs> I don't believe that either. I don't believe she knows how to use a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty women can't be smart, too. <laughs> Not this one. Uh, she married Donald Trump. <laughs> good, that's a really good point. All right. So she specifically told Matt Lauer in an interview, this is what she said, I read once over it, and that is all, because I wrote it with as little help as possible. I just don't believe that. Yeah. So I actually, this was part of the RNC that we actually watched. And when it was done, I was like, you know, that wasn't bad. That was a pretty good speech. <laughs> and then the people on CNN were just like crazy about it. They couldn't stop talking about how surprised they were that she gave such a great speech. I watched a great video of Rachel Maddow when it finally dawned on her that that was Michelle Obama's part <laughs> and the smile on her face and just like, oh, my God, we struck gold. <laughs> well, it's got to be galling to, to, to think that the, the, the wife of the diehard Republican uh, candidate was lifted from Michelle Obama, the Antichrist's wife. Actually yeah. have this, just the fact that they said the same words has got to be galling to them. <laughs> Yeah, and so, they cheered this time. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think, first of all, like I said, I don't believe she wrote it. I believe somebody wrote it for her. I'm sure she read it mm. one or two times before they did it. But whoever wrote this is probably got cement shoes on right now and is at the bottom of the Hudson River because they. <laughs> I feel that they might have – because if the whole speech was lifted, it would have been too obvious, right? But you put a good 30-second part in there that is pretty much word for word what Michelle Obama said. It makes them look so bad. And it's subtle enough that, you know, it's like, Oops. okay, who, yeah, who, yeah, it could be a mistake, right? But it'll bring up enough shit that it'll be a problem. So that person's probably dead. And that's why they're like, <laughs> we're not firing that person because we don't know who they're that person. Dead. Yeah. He's gone. I don't know. He left. <laughs> He's been suicided. I mean, he committed suicide. Yeah. <laughs> so I th it is tradition, right? That the first lady to be does a speech at the convention. Yeah. So why not? I mean, if you're going to plagiarize, why not look at, like, a Nancy Reagan speech or uh, a Barbara Bush speech? You know, go back a little bit more and go to a Republican wife. Well, because well, you're still on, you're still on the thought that she wrote it, right? <laughs> well, yeah. See, I'm, I, I, that's what I'm saying. It, she, if she, Even if she did and she consciously was like, I need some material, I have to lift something. You're right. Why would she go to Michelle Obama? Which yeah. leads me to believe more that she didn't do it, that this, someone planted this on her. Maybe. I mean, I think that um, Nancy Reagan's speech was a lot about the – I think she had already started, ramped up for the war on drugs stuff. So it was uh, probably not topical anymore. Yeah, that's probably true. And I think Barbara well, Bush – Well, she could have she, she switched was, drugs to pornography since that seems to be a big problem with them. <laughs> true. I think Barbara Bush was, was a lot about alcohol abuse. So curiously <laughs> enough. Yeah, strangely enough. <laughs> So I, maybe they didn't just they didn't work in current context. So either way, it's a gigantic blunder, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's interesting though that um, it, if she says it, it's wonderful and fantastic. But if uh, Michelle Obama says it, it's not okay. It's obviously you know evil personified. Oh, of course, yeah. God forbid, uh, Michelle Obama wanted kids to eat more vegetables. Yeah. I mean, that is what the hell is wrong with that woman? <laughs> yeah, which was immediately met with, don't you tell me what to do with my kids. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pizza's a vegetable. <laughs> According to Pennsylvania. <laughs> All right. Why don't we move on to uh, the next closest person to Trump <laughs> at the moment? Pence? Uh, yeah, Mike Ivanka? Pence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's the Koch brothers, but okay, we'll talk about Pence. <laughs> I thought the Koch brothers didn't like Trump that much, but they love Pence, I hear. Yeah, oh, the, the, sure. the Koch brothers actually did not want Trump to uh, get the nomination. Hmm. But as it turns out, billionaire versus billionaire, you never know who's going to win. Right. <laughs> so Mike Pence, I actually didn't know a whole lot about him before this whole thing started, before his name came up in the, the short list, like, I don't know, early last week. So I don't. So you're a- like 80% of the rest of the country who was like, who the hell is Mike Pence? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But apparently he has some really crazy beliefs, which I guess they're not that crazy if half of America believes them, right? Oh, they're still yeah, crazy. Yeah, I guess that's true. But <laughs> yeah. he's in charge of things, so that makes it worse. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's the, oh, that guy, guy. He He's done and said a few things uh, that I didn't remember who he was, but I read about him and I went, oh, that guy. Oh, that, that guy. You know? <laughs> I only knew about him because Ian had mentioned to me a couple months ago, I believe, we were talking about Indiana, and he was like, Indiana's really sneaky state. There's a lot of crazy shit going on there that you wouldn't know about. And then we started investigating, and we're, we, that's how I learned about Mike Pence. So when I heard that and we talked about it, we were like, oh, shit, he's the worst of the worst that he could pick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, isn't when, when I, that conversation the, oh, the crap is happening in Georgia, oh, crap is happening in Alabama, and we're like, yeah, whatever. And then it's like, oh, and Indiana. <laughs> oh, that's a yes. little closer. Yeah, yeah very much so. That and, yeah, when, when I see a short list of VPs, and I say things like, oh, nuts, I wish they had just picked Newt Gingrich. <laughs> like, you know the rest of the list has to be really, really dangerously hateful. Yeah. yeah. And he is dangerously, dangerously hateful. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This guy is uh, – and, and that is the other part, uh, like Jared mentioned. He is – he keeps his hate very under the radar. Well, he's very normal looking. He's very soft spoken. He's, you know, he's reasonably intelligent looking. He looks very vanilla, but the stuff that comes out of his mouth is evil. <laughs> it looks like they grew him in a lab just to be a Republican. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did anybody see the 60 Minutes interview with him and Trump? Didn't watch no, it, but I've seen no. it. Oh, it is the best 20 minutes of TV I've seen in quite some time. <laughs> yeah, I saw some of the highlights of it. I didn't see the full thing. They, Holy moly. Oh, you know, the biggest problem, and I, I, I don't just not entirely getting us off track here, but is that the media does not press these fuckers enough on their answers yeah. when they answer shit. Because one, Mike Pence supported Ted Cruz. Right. Yep. When this was going on, when uh, when all that shit was going on. And the woman who uh, who I don't remember her name asked questions about the about things that these two just did not agree about. That was like Leslie Mike, Stahl, wasn't it? Leslie, yeah, Leslie Stahl. Yeah, you're right. Yes, it was Leslie Stahl. Like, Mike Pence voted for the war in Iraq, and Trump uses that against Hillary all the time. Yeah, but it's okay uh, if Pence says it. Not okay if Hillary says it. Right. You're exactly right. And that's yeah. how they answer. And she does not press them any further on that, mm. you know, when he says that. And and every time she asks Pence, like, well, how do you justify that? That he, you know, would vote for that. And you did. And he goes... I think Donald Trump would be a great president. <laughs> Doesn't answer. He yeah. he answers every question with that. Mm. The thing about John McCain and what uh, Trump had said about John McCain. She's Ugh. like, would you say that? Do you think that's okay? And then that one's the best because 
he's fumbling at the mouth, and Trump's like, God, you can answer that one. You can say no. You can <laughs> say no. Go ahead, say no. <laughs> you can Thanks. answer that one. Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, my God. I don't know how people tolerate this kind of shit, that, that you won't answer the question properly, and then the person asking the question just moves on and goes, okay, that's your answer, fine. You got your little sound bite out. You can twist it the way you want. We can twist it the way we want. Yeah. Right. Well, it's because, one, the people who host 60 Minutes are entertainers. They are not journalists. Do not be fooled into thinking that they are. They are only – they are willing to do whatever the guests say if the guests agree to go on their show to boost the ratings of that show. But having you said yeah. that, I would say that would go for almost any news source these days. Almost. Yeah. I agree. I because agree. even any, during uh, – uh, and I, this is jumping ahead to the Antonio Sabato Jr. interview after he did his <laughs> speech and he called Obama a Muslim. The right? two people interviewing him were just like, oh, is that what you think? Okay. And then moved on. And I'm like, <laughs> he just called the president of the United States a fucking Muslim. <laughs> and they didn't press him. Uh, and it also makes me – do you guys ever watch The Young Turks? I know of it. I don't. I've heard of uh, it. I don't know. I don't know of it. I've never seen it. Tell me more. At the least young, a little bit more. The Young Turks is started very early in the YouTube days as a kind of news source that's unbiased, okay. and for the most part, they are. They are very liberal. Uh, very liberal. Sometimes a little too far liberal for me. But the head guy who started it all, his name is Chank Unger. Started out as a Republican and slowly moved his way to being a liberal. After uh, Bush got nominated, <laughs> he eventually made his way to MSNBC as a host on one of their of one of their shows. I think their ten o'clock slot when uh, Keith Olbermann quit mm. or when he got fired, and he worked there for a while. And eventually, he quit, and they were offering him some money because they told him that he was being too hard on liberals. Because he would call, because he was being a real journalist, yeah. Essentially, so it works both ways. It's not just like Fox News won't ask the questions. It's like even if you try to ask the questions, they're like, forget it. This guy will never come back on. You cannot ask him those questions. So basically, what I'm saying is, we're fucked. <laughs> right. So essentially, does it need to be in print? I mean, is that is that where legitimate journalism still there's, resides? They're still biased in print, though. Yeah, I think um, PBS. BBC America, unfortunately, Al Jazeera America, I think, was one of the least influenced news channels. Mm. But they, you know, they went under, so they weren't making any right. money mm. because it's all driven by advertising now. Unless you're, you know, satisfying the advertisers, you can't stay on the air. Yeah, and they never got any good advertising. They, they, no. it was the same three commercials hour after hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, they should have changed that name. That Al Jazeera thing has probably scared off seventy five percent of people. Oh, it, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean to get us off track with this because I did want to bring it back to Mike Pence and what a scumbag he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start off with uh, Mike Pence once famously described himself as a Christian, a conservative, and a Republican in that order. So right there on this podcast is mm. – wait, no. <laughs> so – and supposedly he well, – where's the list? The uh, He had a list of things that he actually believed. Evolution was not one of them. He does not believe in evolution. He has previously stated that he didn't think smoking killed. Smoking mm -hmm. wasn't related to, uh, you know, smoking-related deaths. <laughs> oh, 
Yes, and he didn't do that while he was counting money from uh Oh, from, yeah. From, 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 from Big Tobacco, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, he has voted in on a couple different bills that he would like to get creationism taught in public schools and that he, he doesn't think that climate change is happening. And in one thing that I just read, he doesn't believe climate change is happening. Most of the Republican Party actually says, okay, climate change is a thing now. I mean, not all of them. Like, what's the one? Einhoff? Oh, yeah. The guy who brought the snowball into the... Uh, the Capitol building. <laughs> the floor of the Capitol building to prove the climate change was a hoax. <laughs> but that, that's where Pence is. He's, he's right there. He doesn't believe it at all. Even though a lot of the Republicans are saying, yeah, it's a thing, it's just not human-caused, he's on board the, no, it's not even a thing. Climate change isn't even happening. So I, I, find, I find that interesting, especially after, like, if he's with Trump, how, how is Trump explaining the whole golf course seawall <laughs> explanation of, I'm putting these seawalls up because of climate change. Pence I'm sure like, when oh, they ask happening. him, he'll just be like, Trump was a great president. He's a good man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My favorite argument about the from the Republicans is that well, you know, climate change is obviously happening, but China's polluting more than we are, and that's the extent of their argument. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's pretty much the same thing I heard about the Melania Trump uh, plagiarism thing. Uh, Barack Obama lifted a st- st- uh, speech in two thousand and nine, so <laughs> it's okay to do that, I guess. Right? I don't know. <laughs> oh, of course it's not the Trans Pacific Partnership. That he, you know, Pence and, and Trump do not agree at all on that. Great president. <laughs> Great president. Great president. That is definitely one of the big arguments I get with the uh, climate deniers. As soon as you start actually getting to the point where I've had this discussion with a couple of people I work with, you get to the point where you're starting to, to break a little ground, right? And, and get people to understand that climate change is actually happening. They immediately go to, well, you know what? China pollutes worse than we do. So why should we suffer from not having jobs when China isn't going to do anything? They need to do something first. Turns out they are. But they are. Yeah. China actually is doing something. They're planning on putting in the biggest solar array in in the world. And making it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Coal is clean energy. Yeah, I just heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? That's the platform for the RNC. That's one of their things, that that coal is clean energy. Uh, Uh, Really? Uh, Yeah. Crazy. Oh, when I saw the list, my head exploded. (laughs) And that's that's what I don't understand is I don't listen if you if like if you seriously hate Hillary Clinton for whatever reason for if you think she concocted Benghazi somehow or <laughs> the fucking emails or that she killed all these people and or whatever it is right and you and that's why you're voting for Trump you still have to be on board with all this other shit right. that they say and I know a lot of the people I see friends of mine who post on Facebook Trump's gonna save this country. Crooked Hillary, blah, blah, blah. I know they're looking at porn. I've talked about it with them. (laughs) So are they automatically not going to be like, well, this is the party I've aligned myself with. And porn is an infectious disease on our country. That is the wording in the platform. Wait, what? Yes. Hold on. You have my attention again. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? So I have up in front of me the Republican platform. And this is apparently I don't know I don't know where the platform is announced. There's a section on same sex marriage, traditional marriage and family based on marriage between a man and a woman is a foundation of our society. I, whatever. And then they have a section on guns, which we could argue about, but we're going to mm-hmm. skip that for now. And then there's a section on Wall Street regulation, which is one sentence: We support the reinstatement of Glass Steagall. That's mm. that's it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
Which was a bit of a surprise. That's actually... That is a big surprise. Yeah. But abortion... They're completely against abortion. There's a couple paragraphs on that. And then you have, The internet must not become a safe haven for predators. Pornography, with its harmful effects, especially on children, has become a public health crisis that is destroying the lives of millions. We encourage states to continue to fight this public menace and pledge our commitment to children's safety and well-being. Yeah, they, they, they're wanting to crack down on porn there. <laughs> but I don't, I don't understand what the connection is with child predators and pornography. Well, how have they conflated these two things that do intersect for some people, but not for the majority of people? I mean, straight porn with no children in it is also banned for some reason? I don't know. So where they link it, they immediately link it to the, the social networking sites that bar sex offenders. They say that they applaud that. And we urge energetic prosecution of child pornography, which is closely linked to human trafficking. So apparently... Porn is the gateway drug to human trafficking. That's what I'm reading. Okay. Boy, this has been working on me for 25 years. I still haven't gotten there yet with all the porn I've been looking at. So it's a long bridge. <laughs> no, the whole the whole child pornography part of it, obviously, everybody's on board with that part of it. But why lump in all of it together? I mean, and where's the limit? Are we not allowed to have X-rated movies anymore? Where's the limit? The limit is exactly wherever the Christian right wants it to be. Oh, so because the same thought, the same ideas, is what leads you into the last piece of the platform that's mentioned on here is the transgender access to bathrooms. Yeah. It's it's the same type of thing that those people are perverts. We don't want perverts around our children. It's that idiocy that's driving that train of thought. I never understand. So they think that People that are born male but identify as female and change their lives to be to be accepted as female think they think that these people wanted to get into bathrooms to look at their little girls. This is this is what they think. Even though nothing's stopping them right now from walking into the bathroom. <laughs> right, right. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, because if that person who is a transgender and dresses like a woman, if they were to actually dress like a man and go into the male bathroom, everything would be fine. Even though mm. by their line of thinking, that person's still a pervert and would then be around their male children. So right. I don't it doesn't make any sense. It's a leap in logic. It's a leap in illogic. It, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You know, kind of like believing in a all-powerful being who stares at you all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And watches Judges you. Judges you for looking at all that porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I find it interesting that a, a lot of people, a lot of Republicans change their mind when they have somebody in their life that is transgendered or is, who is gay. Then all of a sudden they understand, oh, it's not a choice. They, they seem to think that everybody else is a pervert except for the people that they know. Well, actually, I don't know if that's necessarily true because I, I, Bill Maher did a segment on this where he's like, it on, they only do something about it when it affects them. Like, Dick Cheney is soft mm. on homosexuals because his daughter's a lesbian. Right. He mentioned a couple of those where, where they, their kids had drug habits or something like that, and then they're a little bit softer on drugs. If one of them had one killed in the military, they're not so quick to go to war. You know, it's, but that's how all human beings are. We're all fucking assholes. <laughs> True. We're, we're all selfish dicks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as sure as I get my gallbladder out, I'll talk about gallbladder safety to everybody all the time. Oh, you should get your gallbladder check. Hey, be careful. <laughs> Wait, you're getting your gallbladder out? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. I, I would say no need. Ray and Karen and I have been praying for you to get better. You should be fine soon. <laughs> Every night for a half an hour. <laughs> oh, damn it. I, I think you need to go a little bit harder. 
Well, you need to drink this specially infused water that I've made, Jared. Oh, is it diluted? Is it, it really is, diluted? It Does it have, like, oh, parts my. of gallbladder in it? <laughs> it has, it has, like, it has, like, one, it's, it's one to the 23rd power diluted with a drop of bile. Oh, okay. <laughs> you'll, you'll be That's instantly better. Gross. That is great. <laughs> Isn't that what the gallbladder does? Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gives you a little squirt of bile. Ugh, gross. <laughs> so something else that I wanted to, to mention, George W., mm. the last oh. Republican president, was recently yes. quoted as saying that he is worried that he will be the last Republican president. Mm. Wow. He could be right. Yeah, I'm well, pretty you, sure. You know he's, he's right. not speaking at the convention. No. Well, after his, after the whole, you know, the funeral he was at, the memorial service, and his actions there, I'm not sure if he should be in public. Yeah. Well, it's it's odd though to have the former Republican president not speak at the convention, but because of the way that Jeb was treated by Trump, mm. that oh, him right. nor his father will be there. They're not supporting him. I don't think John McCain is going to be there. Neither is Mitt Romney. Well, his father is, is very ill. I think uh, George Senior is, is. Yeah, that's Ill. true. Yeah, yeah. So he's not going to be right. there. Either way, I, I I think that's a perfectly reasonable stance. Yeah, yeah. He he had some really inappropriate, hateful things to say during the campaign, and if you know it negatively affects him in any way, I I think he deserves to to you know reap what he's sown, so to speak. Oh yeah, but it, it's just it's just very telling that all the nominees and all the former presidents are not speaking at this convention. Sure, I mean, have you seen? Who is? The footage from the floor of the convention. Oh, yeah, that was great. It's it's just absolute pandemonium. It's great. <laughs> just just chaos. And, I mean, only a little bit of it was good. Everything else was just, just sad. It was just a sad mess. So I haven't been watching. Uh, I did see Melania's speech. That was uh, probably the best part. Yeah. <laughs> of the RNC, um, uh, that's really the only- Colbert was probably the best part. Oh, okay, well, I did see that. Oh no, I loved it when Trump came out in the silhouette to "We Are the Champions." <laughs> that was the best. He's a showman. Which I believe Queen has issued a statement not to use their song anymore. <laughs> well, do, does does Trump know that he's he, you know Freddie Mercury was gay? <laughs> I don't he know. would have thought I made a great president too. <laughs> Quick, somebody tweet him. Let him know. <laughs> so you were headed somewhere with that opening of George W. Bush. Oh, was I? Uh, um. the only, well, the only thing I really wanted to say was in this article. There's an article about his quote, the fact that it might be the party's final days. Mm. Um, I love the one line. It says that the party's final days, possibly delivered by an establishment president who started the Iraq war and an outsider reality television star widely endorsed by white supremacists. And then they followed up with the end of the party of Lincoln does seem near. Let me be clear about this. The GOP oh hasn't been the party of Lincoln for a very, very long time. Yep, <laughs> this is true. Well, you just look at the people that you look at the people that are speaking at the convention and you think about Mike Pence and what he represents for Trump. He is white Christian conservative. He, they're not reaching to the left even a little bit. They're reaching way right. And oh, there's, yeah. There's not enough people at way they're right. They're doubling down on that. They are, they are so fucked. They've lost every black, Latino, LGBT vote right yeah. away. It's I, done. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they are, they're polling on um, black Americans sub 1%. Yeah, Sub I believe 1%. Pennsylvania. There was, Pennsylvania and another state was definitely at zero percent. Yeah, black support. Yeah, rounded down to zero. Yeah, yeah. you got nothing. 
I don't love it. something about the term sub one percent really fills me with joy. <laughs> and that's why Hillary should nominate Leslie Jones as her running mate. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be a lock. <laughs> if she can find a a good solid liberal black woman, that would be gold. Nope, she needs to totally cross the aisle and Condoleezza Rice. Oh, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> idea. I'm a brilliant political strategist. People <laughs> don't realize that when they first meet me, but when she get to know me. Do you think, though, that a double woman ticket might be too much for some people? Mm. It yes, absolutely, absolutely will be too much for some people. Yes. So right. I, I, I'm pretty almost 90% sure at least that the person's going to be male based on that thought process. Yeah. So Al Sharpton or? Oh, oh. my God, no. <laughs> Oh, please, no. <laughs> Jesse Jackson? <laughs> no. Actually, Cory Booker would be an awesome. He would be fantastic. I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah. He would be a good choice. Huh. Interesting. That would actually, Unexpected. yeah, that would be a great selection. Yeah. Unexpected twist, Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Surprise of the season. So it's still a black vice president. <laughs> Cue the rim shot. <laughs> We should take a look at the people that are actually speaking at the RNC, though, because I've been scanning this list, and it is amazingly bad. Are there any that are actual known white supremacists, or are they sticking just to being outside of the convention? Um, (laughs) I was going to say, did they let David Duke speak? (laughs) Well, Rick Perry, he's close. Oh, I miss him. (laughs) Only if he's got his smart glasses on. <laughs> Scott Bayo, you know, he's he's pretty. Yeah. I don't know if any of these people are actually white supremacists, but so you did see the news that outside the RNC, there's a a lot of white supremacists, and they're not there in protest. They're there to keep out the, as they put it, leftist scum. Oh my god! <laughs> I like that they're so helpful. What leftist I, I, scum I, are I, trying to get in? I always go back to the to the Bill Maher quote that yes, not all Republicans are racists. But if you are racist and you're looking for a party, yeah. <laughs> that's where you should go. Yeah. They have people – they have what is it? One, two, three people speaking here who's uh, Mary Mendoza, whose son was killed by an unauthorized immigrant driving drunk. Sabine Durden, whose son was killed by an unauthorized immigrant who was driving without a license and without insurance. Jamie Shaw, whose son was killed by an unauthorized immigrant. Really? <laughs> I mean well, – did you, did you see the woman that uh, – her son died in Benghazi, and she was like, I straight up blame fucking Hillary Clinton for that. Oh, wow. That was, that was last night. She's crying on stage, and I'm like, didn't we oh. settle this Benghazi shit already? About yeah. 20 times, yeah. Yeah, nope, they they trotted her right out on day one. Well, see, that's the thing. It doesn't matter. Facts, don't let don't let facts get in your way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That is, that is a sad truth. Now- I am no fan of Hillary Clinton. The, mm. I mean, you want to tell me that she's lied? Uh-huh. Okay. Mm. Um, whatever. I believe you. She, in my mind, she is your completely stereotypical politician who does things for herself, for her friends, to get money and power. There's no... I. I'm on board with that. I don't think that that is wrong in any way. The whole idea that she willfully let Americans die in Benghazi or or anything worse, that's just insanity. There have been so many investigations. Mm. So, I mean, what was it? It was like 13, 14 investigations that uh, congressional held hearings. It's insane to think that she actually willfully 
let those people die. It's it's ridiculous. The facts don't support it in any way. No. I got one answer for you, Ray. Donald Trump make a great president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's, that's one thing I find so frustrating because right now I have conversations with people about Trump and there's there's no logic there's no way to logic in to their argument because they're they're, they're not coming from a place of logic at all. Right. There's this idiot. It's real, real hard. It is really hard. I've got this idiot project manager that I who knows that I am anti-Trump at this point, and so he'll bring things up. It's like, well, you Hillary, I used to work. I used to have FBI clearance. If I was still there, she'd be in jail. I'm like, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> I mean, how how do you counter that idiocy? They I are stuck in cover. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you were saying before. They are taking a leap of faith. I've just read an interesting article where it's like most people who support Trump don't even really believe half the shit that he says he's going to do. They just want him to be president. So they don't honestly believe that there's going to be a wall and that he's going to ban all Muslims. But they're like, it's it's close enough. Close to what I want. (laughs) He's he's not fiscally conservative. He's not socially conservative. But he has a uh, let the the world burn factor going on which i think people do like yeah i think it it goes into the the tribalism aspect people Mm. want that whole idea of make america great again they want america to be like one big tribe of i'm guessing mostly white people and 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 the christians they want you know those people to be over there and we'll be over here and we won't let them in and who they are that doesn't really matter we're american they're not so they're the enemy and it's it's just amazing. So in a related topic, one of the things that I woke up to on a, on Facebook, a guy that I work with, this was uh, this was posted. He says that uh, this is, and he didn't give an example, even though I asked. But he says this is the third time in as many days that I've heard of the UN being brought into the U.S. I think it's goddamn time we reconstituted the Logan Guard to defend Mifflin County, which is where he lives. We don't need some third world soldiers acting as our police force. If they come here, I say we've repelled them with force of arms. What? Wait, what? Yeah. He's How is that a concern? Because yeah, what, why does he think that's happening? Because he read somewhere that the UN soldiers are being brought in probably into New York because that's where the UN is headquartered. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I don't know what his source is, but he posts stuff like this all the time. And now this is a person who he does high end networking on campus. He's a smart individual. He has to be to do his job. But when it comes to this sort of thing, he is he has been so polarized on mm-hmm. complete bullshit <laughs> that he is. I mean, he's going off the deep end. He's trying to get local militia fired up in his county <laughs> to fight off the UN. The who apparently UN. are coming to Mifflin for some reason. <laughs> right. Well, wasn't there a thing – what was the thing in Texas a while ago? The federal government was going to do army training in somewhere in the you know, panhandle of Texas and all the Texas militia were all getting up in arms about it because right. they didn't want the federal government in Texas. Right, because they believed Obama was going to declare martial law and come and actually take the, their guns away. Right. I believe a lot of this just stems from fear. Like I said, a lot of people I know who vo- who voted for Obama just got, seem to get more scared every day with all the shit you hear about and tend to blame more and more brown people for their problems. Mm-hmm. Guys who I know were not racist, who I don't – I honestly believe are not racist, are now racist. 
Mm. <laughs> well, there is an over. There seems to be an overwhelming desire to be superior to everybody else. They 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 want to be, you know, make America great again. They want to be the best country in the world, and they want to be the the top of the list. They want to be the strongest and the best and the fastest and all that stuff, which really is racist. Oh, nationalism is one of the worst things ever. Yeah. Blind nationalism is the worst. And that's what this is. It's blind nationalism. There's no logic behind it. There's there's no substance to it. There's no humanity behind it. Do you know what I always ask these people? And I've asked this question to other friends before too. I'm like, what is the end game for the United States? Mm. Do are we are we aiming to just take over the world? Or can we be keep in our own place and be happy and everybody else and everybody gets along? Or is it we have to wipe out fucking everybody? Yeah. No, you like, can't where wipe are we in a thousand out. years? You need that persistent, constant war going on. You can't wipe everyone out. You just have to constantly be Right, so, so that's the end game, is just to keep complete strife going on I, at all times. I don't know. That's what it seems to be. I, or is it American flags hanging all over the world hmm. everywhere? Ah. I mean, what is it? What is the fucking end game? <laughs> I don't know. I, I always think back to after 9-11, a friend of mine came up to me and asked me, where's your American flag on your car? Everybody had those car the things you put in your back window he asked me where are yours i'm like i don't have any and he was offended by this that i didn't have these stupid flags was he a flag salesman perhaps <laughs> no because mm-hmm. man when those planes hit the tower flag salesmen everywhere were like oh I, yeah. I made a ton of money after 9-11 <laughs> with flagship <laughs> I had that cell phone store. Everybody oh, you wanted, did. I everybody forgot wanted, you were not kidding. I could not keep American flag cell phone covers in stock at all. <laughs> it's crazy. So maybe it's an economic plan. <laughs> uh, that is really odd that he would get mad. I, 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 I mean, it's you know, it's like they said. It's like you. It's like a three-year-old loving your mother as opposed to an adult loving your mother. <laughs> you know, three-year-old mom can do no wrong. She's perfect. Everything is great. And an adult would be like, well, I love my mother, but she's got some issues that we need to figure out. The three-year-old and answer is stick your fingers in your ears and go la, la, la. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's crazy, man. And that's what they're uh, doing. On a slightly uh, off note, a, a similar experience happened to my mother uh, a couple of years ago. She moved into a community down the road from here. And last Christmas, one of her neighbors called her and left a message on her answering machine <laughs> saying that they were very, very pissed off that my mother did not put out any Christmas decorations <laughs> this year and uh, that they, she should really reconsider doing that because it would be really nice and everybody else is doing it. And my mom told me this. I almost fell over. I said, so are we going to go burn a star David on his fucking lawn tonight? Or <laughs> <laughs> Don't burn. Don't, you don't burn them. You light them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, man. maybe maybe you're right. The end game is uh, everybody is exactly the same. Yeah, we're all clones of Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> Even the women. No, we're all supposed to be like Joni Ernst. <laughs> uh, I heard she got to do a speech at eleven thirty last night. Oh, <laughs> who's Joni Ernst? I'm trying to. She's the the hog castrator. Oh right, 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 yeah. right. She can cut pork in Congress because she's literally cut. Pork. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so did we already discuss Scott Bayo being on the list? What? We mentioned him, but we did not. <laughs> Why is he speaking ever? Right. Exactly. <laughs> because he's the, the only Republican. dipshit celebrity who would support Trump publicly. <laughs> yeah. 
I thought after Charles in charge, he just went to the wayside and was never to be heard from again. Here's what I find odd about them getting Scott Bayo. Why get Scott Bayo when you could get Willie Ames, who played Bible Man in a movie? Willie Ames, I don't remember Willie, Willie Ames. Ames was, was Willie on Charles in the, Charge. Yeah, he oh. was the sidekick on Charles in Charge. Yeah, and he was Bible Man. <laughs> or at least have them up there together. Or at least have Willie in the outfit. <laughs> I was gonna say, and couldn't they get Kirk Cameron? Was he busy elsewhere? That's is true. Kirk Cameron too crazy for the arts? <laughs> <laughs> is there, you know what? It probably is because, I, again, I am always in that belief that a lot of them don't even believe that shit they say about religion. That Barring the Rick Santorums and Ted Cruz is like, I don't believe Trump believes any of that shit that he says about religion that he just says oh. it to get the vote. Right. And they're like, we can't have Kirk Cameron. That guy really believes. And <laughs> that is true. He yeah. really does. Yeah. So did you see yeah. Scott Bayo's tweet? If you didn't, I just uh, I just sent it to oh, you. This was hard. a tweet that Scott Bayo sent out before, uh, not long before the RNC started. It has it. A, it's a picture of Hillary in black and white, and it has uh, the text is so there's a letter blocked. What difference does it make? And behind Hillary are the letters C U N T. Yeah. We, there's a letter blocked. We can't see. Scott Bayo tweeted this right before the RNC and said, this may be the best meme out there. Man, what a yeah. douche. <laughs> That's classy. <laughs> That's the kind of guy you want talking at your convention. I mean, he's not even a, a B actor. He disappeared. I figure some older people remember him. Well, the RNC is does consist of a lot of older people. They're not really going for the youth vote. No. That, the math doesn't make sense. That's the thing I don't understand. They, there's not enough old white people to win. There's just not. So how I, I, how do they think the doubling down on the old white people vote is going to get magically make them appear out of the woodwork? Oh, unless they're planning on cheating. Huh. Well, they always plan that. Yeah. yeah. They have not learned their lesson from four years ago. No. They no. said that they, they a lot of them were like, listen, we have to change our strategy. We have to bring Latinos into the fold by nominating the guy who called them all rapists. <laughs> you know, and like they just like everything that they said they were going to do, they didn't do. They failed. Yeah. When you're yeah. talking about doubling down on what they're already doing, uh, and I hate that term. I hate it. The media is captured. The, doubling down is a blackjack term. I hate hearing it every day in politics. But in any case. I love it. <laughs> I love saying it. And I love hearing okay. it. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> This is where you and I differ. Um, <laughs> well, it ruins it for Ray, but, but but Jared's like, yeah, I should be gambling. Good idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, isn't Pence doing – isn't that the exact same thing? They're not gaining any votes by getting Pence in, are they? Absolutely not. No. no. They're not. The only thing that I heard that they're doing is that they people like the Koch brothers are more comfortable with him, so that brings them into right. the fold, and that will shore up a lot of evangelical vote. Yeah, absolutely. It brings in a lot of, like Jared said, the big ticket Republicans, and it adds a, for, I mean, obviously, people who can't see through the smokescreen, a lot of political legitimacy to the Trump campaign, which is otherwise nothing but smoke and mirrors. And as we discussed, he is distinctly a Christian fundamental values kind of guy. Sure. You know, oh, 100%. You know what else it brings in? It brings in a lot of money. Yeah. So, so? there will be... 
Well, it, it, it's going to bring it. You know, it'll bring in the Koch brothers and the people that were uncomfortable with with Trump alone, because he is your your classic poster boy for you know Christian conservative Republican. So all those people that weren't giving money to Trump will now feel a lot more comfortable giving money to Trump, and he can use that money to pay off the money that he put into his early campaign and all the stuff. You know, he, everything he does is at one of his. Resorts. So, you know, it's at Mar-a-Lago or it's in Trump Tower. He pays himself out of the campaign. This right. is a money-making scheme for him. Sure. I, I mean, at, like, best case scenario, he gets to be president. Worst case scenario, he's a little bit richer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's win-win. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think we nailed it. Someone sent a tweet out. <laughs> yeah, so that reminds me. I looked at that, that race on us. The... That is so irresponsible on so many levels. Like the fact that they had to turn the picture black and white to hide the terrible Photoshop job that's been done. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly the sign behind her said Clinton mm-hmm. and they changed it from a photograph to a one of those like chalk pencil drawings that you get at the at the uh, at the mall when you sit in the booth and it takes a picture of you and your friend's face and it turns it into a charcoal picture. Right? Yeah. I, I like I, I was like, why would they do that? And I looked and I was like, clearly that at one point was a Clinton banner behind Clinton's head. And they changed, you know, they have her head allegedly in front of which is definitely the L. And then they bent the they mirrored the I. You're right. It's even a little bit to, darker. To make it a U. It is. You can There's see the no, marks around her head, too. Yeah. Like yeah, where they. You can, you can see where the photos, you can see where the, the normal bends, like when the girl tries to make her waist look a little skinnier <laughs> and the picture gets wobbly. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, so they've just mirrored the eye and then, you know, kind of shopped out the, the L. Wow. Yeah. Like what is he, like what is that word? What letter is she supposed to be blocking? Oh, right. The only thing count? I can could think of count? is, yeah, count. Oh, count. Count. <laughs> <laughs> But where it would be, like where the banner is, and like it would make your vote count, maybe, except it's sure. at the front of the banner. Like you can see the bend in the banner. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it doesn't my, make any sense. And that's yeah, my really hope, wonky. Seriously, my only hope would be that that is her way of announcing her running mate, and she's going to get three, three more votes. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so irresponsible. Come on, Scott Bayo. I mean,. Like, I know he's not better than that, but I wanted to believe that he was better than that. Like, that's, that's, but it, man, there's just. But it's pandering to the man. base again. It's pandering to the, the, the yokels that we, you know, we all know and don't love. <laughs> they see that and go, you're, you're, that's funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's funny though, because four years ago, didn't they have Clint Eastwood at the, the, talking, the RNC? Talking, talking to, to the yeah, chair. I mean, chair? it was crazy, but I mean. <laughs> This is a far cry from Clint Eastwood with yeah, Scott Bayo right, yeah. and Antonio Sabato Jr., who's less known than him. <laughs> then Scott, when Scott Bayo is the biggest fucking star you got, <laughs> and you have more than one star, <laughs> right? That's bad, right? And it's that kind of makes me feel like we're at a local comic con, right? <laughs> the best, the best person you've got is Dante from Clerks. <laughs> I think he lives in Milford now. <laughs> Uh, along with Mr. Hush? Yeah, I think Mr. Hush has compromising pictures of him somewhere in, <laughs> and just made him move in. Oh, that's fantastic. But Antonio Sabato Jr., despite he did not tweet a cunt picture with uh, Hillary Clinton, but uh, well, good he did him. call President Obama 
a straight up Muslim, that he believes he's a Muslim, and that he is shocked that the Bibles are no longer in schools and that this is not a Christian country anymore. It and never was. The, and uh. the two journalists just sat there and said, oh, okay. Uh. No one said, hey, you know, other people besides Christians live in this fucking country, asshole. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Bibles in schools? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all, the, the country is in the fucking shitter. But they can't tell me why or what exactly is wrong with it. It's just in the shitter. But despite the fact that unemployment is down and the economy is booming, the the Dow just hit the the, the highest that it's ever hit. Yeah, more I, more insured Americans on health insurance than ever. Yeah, I, I do I do agree that um, the good manufacturing jobs and good jobs for you know, low skilled workers are are not there anymore. That's a that's a problem, and everybody knows it's a problem. Yeah. Again, but I don't. I don't know that that's the worst. I mean, and I'm with you. There are some things yeah. I would like to see the uh, civilian cop murder ratio kind of level off to a nice zero that would be nice. as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what? You can't have everything. Mm-hmm. But you see, that's the thing: is that the things that we look at as positives be like the country's great. Gay people can get married now. Yeah. They're like the country's in the shitter. Gay people can get married now, <laughs> and that's where the that's where it is. You're like, you can smoke weed in fucking Colorado and Washington for free, all you want. And it's slowly going everywhere else in there. Yeah. And they're the exact up. You can smoke weed in states freely. <laughs> <laughs> mayhem, disaster, and mayhem. Yeah, you're right. It, it is just a completely opposite way of looking at the world. So in the same line of thought, I want to share with you another Facebook post that I see when again mm. when I wake up in the morning. So this is a post that is how the president is to blame for everything that's going on. He says, it's unfortunate our first black president turned out to be so horrible. It was historic, and he alone had the chance to bring people together. He had the biggest megaphone in history to use it to depart from the past and strengthen the country and the future. But he has chosen to sow division and envy instead, warp our values, and constantly lecture us on how racist we supposedly are. People's hearts are hardening, and it won't go away when he leaves office. Let's just hope the unraveling bottoms out before the point of no return. I know people don't like Trump, and he does say some outlandish things. At least he likes his country and is patriotic. Hillary (laughs) will be Obama 2.0. What do you even say to that? I mean, that is an amazing... So... He's he's saying that, you know, Trump says some outlandish things, but at least he likes his country and is patriotic. So he's saying Obama is not, doesn't like the United States, is not patriotic, has expanded our, our racism somehow. That's, yeah, a lot of people, I hear that a lot, that Obama has divided this country. And, like, when has Obama ever been like... Fucking white people, man. I can't stand them. <laughs> yeah, how exactly? What, is, what action did he take that divided the country? He divided the country by becoming president while being black. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. And he's thing not he... even, he's half white. Right. You're never half white. That's you're, true. You're only ever half black. You're just tainted. You're just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your glass is half full. Like, I, I mean, I guess if you, I guess the thing they always turn to is like when they say something like where he said something where he's like, you know, I could have been that young black man. That's dividing the country. But it's it's the truth. It is. You know, like, he's like, listen, I easily could have been fucked up by the police. I could have been shot for no reason. Yeah, how is yeah. that dividing the country? It's the... Re- it's Because the- I'm white and he's black! <laughs> yeah, it's the racist reaction that's dividing the yeah. country, not yeah. his statements. I, uh, I mean, it, it's... 
if Obama had been arrested when he was, you know, a, a what the, was the Chun Gang or something? Yeah. When he was a kid, his life would have been completely different and completely fucked. But it would probably have never happened to a, a white kid, and especially not nowadays. I mean, the statistics on black kids going to jail and white kids going to jail are astonishingly different. And regardless of what, what was the guy on Fox News King? I don't know. He's some senator or something. I had to stop reading it because it was infuriating. He was actually saying on Fox, I think it was Fox News, that actual racist things, that they are jailed because they are statistically, they are going to be jailed more. I'm like, wow. Mm. (laughs) They are predisposed by their race to commit crimes. Yeah, exactly. And and what is that guy in charge of? (laughs) The government, part of it, yeah. All right, Senator uh, King St- from Iowa. Steve, Steve King, yeah. He, oh, he, not from Iowa. He t- took heat for questioning the contributions of non-whites in society. That's what it was. Yeah, he questioned. Yeah, he questioned the con- contribution of non-whites in society. <laughs> I was like, like legitimately, like, what have they ever done for us? <laughs> if you take a minute to think about yeah, it, yeah, exactly, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what he said. <laughs> the best part was there was a black woman sitting like two feet away from him. Yeah. Oh, actually, it was on MSNBC, which is even more astonishing. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, Did they find a black person to agree with him? Is that why she was there? Or no. she, they were having a panel discussion? <laughs> it was yeah. a panel discussion. Yeah. Okay. And he was she, basically saying, think about the accomplishments of the Western world. That was right. – if you look at the subcultures, it wasn't the other subcultures. It was the – and he like started stumbling because he realized he's talking to an African-American right there. And yeah. he's like, you're talking about the Western uh, Western civilization that comes from Northern Europe. They're the ones that did all the accomplishments. And they're like, the guy stops him and is like, you mean white people? <laughs> and he wouldn't say yes. But that's you know, they've only been considered meant. citizens in the United States for 150 years. Yeah. 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 <sighs> The, the the black woman, you know, two feet to his left, was a little astonished by this statement, you could say. <laughs> Does he know Beyonce's black? <laughs> Holy moly. Iowa, yeah. Republican. Oh, Republican. What a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for a party. <laughs> <laughs> so I just sent you this picture. It's uh, a person who found the worst T-shirt at the Republican National Convention. The T-shirt says, vote Trump 2016. Finally, a candidate with some, and it has a picture of testicles that are <laughs> decorated with the flag, red, white, and blue. And it has a red wave at the top that, man, if that isn't revelation <laughs> of Donald Trump's hair, I don't know what is. Yeah, I know. It's his hair fantastic. and balls on a t-shirt. Uh, so you're not, you're not supposed to let the flag touch the ground. That, that it's bad. <laughs> can touch your balls, though. Yeah. <laughs> you want to wear them on your balls. There you go. Well, you can paint your balls like the flag. All right. Got it. I think I understand this now. Seriously, Karen. I understood that you're confused. You're a woman, and you don't know how awesome and important testicles are. <laughs> no, I don't know. And having them makes you a great president. <laughs> oh, my goodness, does the it ever. The best. The best. <laughs> They're bigly. <laughs> People with balls love me. (laughs) They're huge. 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 So is anybody else worried that the the nomination, when at the end of the convention, his speech is going to start with, shit, I know shit's bad right now with all that starving bullshit and these dust storms. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody else get that? Uh, 
So there's a. Was, it, it, I'm making reference to Idiocracy and President Camacho. Oh my god! Ow. <laughs> so there's a website that has quotes. Some of their their Camacho quotes put it side by side with Donald Trump's. Can you Ooh. tell the difference? Who said it? Yeah, who said it? Most of them are obvious. <laughs> this very expensive global warming bullshit has to stop. That's that's kind of um, obvious. That's yeah. got to be Trump, yeah. <laughs> no, the bullshit's got to be Camacho, right? <laughs> yeah, that was that was Trump. Um, <laughs> that was Trump? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot he curses in a lot of his yeah. speeches. Yeah, uh-huh. I forgot about that. So he says, uh, one of the quotes, if there is one word to describe Atlantic City, it's big business. Trump. <laughs> Trump. <Yeah. laughs> that's Trump. Yeah. That's also mm. two words. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all you motherfuckers, we're going to tax you 25%. I hope that's Trump, but it's definitely President Camacho. <laughs> no, that's Trump. Oh. <laughs> so, he said motherfuckers? Yeah, apparently. Uh-huh. And then there's the I will build a great wall and nobody builds walls better than me. Believe wow. me. I beat China all the time. All the time. <laughs> I beat him in civilization, too. Should I run for president? <laughs> Uh, I will be the greatest jobs president that God ever created. I'll tell you that. Well, that's kind of mm-hmm. obvious. How about yeah. this yeah. one? Remember, new environment-friendly light bulbs can cause cancer. Uh, Trump. Camacho. Trump. Ian. Uh, I don't know. I have, <laughs> uh, as as a lifelong Republican, I have, when there are no other people on the ballot, voted for President Camacho <laughs> multiple times <laughs> in my lifetime. Um, but I'm going to go with Trump because... It is. I I would trust the science of President Camacho before I would trust the science of President Trump. You are correct. Trump said that as well. Uh, how How about sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Oh, oh that's definitely Trump. I was uh, pretty sure I remember him saying that recently. All oh, right. really? Shit. Oh, yeah. That is correct. And is the joke that they're all Trump? <laughs> the last one. So you're smart, huh? I thought your head would be bigger. Looks like a peanut. Trump. That's easily Trump. No, that is definitely President Camacho talking about Luke Wilson. <laughs> you are correct. That was actually the only one that was Camacho. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I was going to say the, that was the only one that was kind of a giveaway. If he had said, if, it's, if it was like... Who said this? Now our best gladiator, Beef Supreme, is going <laughs> to... It is, it is quite scary, is my point. Yeah. Just that's how a good point. bad... How bad it's gotten. How far... I mean, he is... I'll give him he's a showman. The mm-hmm. When he came out... The Trump, not Camacho. Camacho's a yeah. showman, too. <laughs> but when he came out with that silhouette and the smoke... Oh, oh man! I mean, if you'd go back and watch Idiocracy and watch Camacho come out to the floor of Congress, he's right there in showmanship. Oh, I, I agree. That was good. I like that. Thanks for giving me a chuckle because the show was otherwise a bummer. <laughs> well, it is a bummer. We're talking about the RNC, so mm-hmm. what do you want? Well, take heart. It'll be boring when we talk about the DNC. <laughs> take heart. They're they're at this. They cannot muster enough votes. They can't win. Unless they cheat horribly, so we stop have- saying that. Uh, Seriously, stop <laughs> saying that. <What>? Sorry, Karen. <laughs> there's no such thing as a jinx. <laughs> Come on, Karen. There isn't. There's no such I'm thing not as even a jinx. saying a jinx. When you say shit like that, then people get. That's the thing with liberals. They get fucking lazy and they go, "All right, well, she's gonna win. I don't need to go vote that day." Oh, good point. All right. No, there is a good chance Donald Trump will win. You have got to fucking vote. <laughs> 
Yeah, there that is whether it's true or not. Uh, we liberals have a lot more uh, pot smokers than the Republicans do. True. So yeah, they're a little bit more lazy. <laughs> we need to make sure we get all those people out to vote. <laughs> Good point. All right. Right. That's why we had to have P. Diddy frighten us and say, "You will literally die if you don't vote." <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. My P. Diddy lesson. Yeah. All right. <sighs> I think we're wrapping it up. All then. Right. Yeah, Ray, tell these kids about our podcast network. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's all everyone has for their RNC. I'm spent. Uh, <laughs> I think we're all tired of it. <laughs> all right. And that's the case, then. Uh, that is all we have for this week. If anybody has any comments or questions, or if you want to make a Trump argument, you feel free to do so on our website <laughs> at profaneargument.com. We will likely address it. I would also like to encourage everyone to take a look at the soon to be named network at soon to be named network.com. You can check out a lot of different shows like the Prodigal Sons podcast. Starring Ian and Jared, along with Brian and Adam. It is a show about everything and nothing, from what I hear. The- Mostly nothing, since I haven't posted one in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Come on, get on that. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> you could also listen to The Prime Defective, which is a companion podcast for Star Trek The Next Generation, which is hosted by Jared, along with Brian. I've listened to all the ones that you put out. I, I thoroughly enjoy it, but I really like Star Trek, so... Well, that's who it's for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyone who likes Star Trek, I I have to recommend it. It's fun. Or if you would like to listen to Ian and myself, along with Craig, talk about Marvel Puzzle Quest, you can listen to The Puzzle Warriors 3. You could listen to Publicacy with Jason and David, where they discuss pop culture events that are going on. There is a live YouTube stream with Fresher and Parlance. And there is also the Longbox Heroes and Longbox Heroes After Dark with Leonard and Todd, where they talk about all things comic book related. So if you want to check those out, we would appreciate it. Soon to be named network.com. I want to thank everyone for listening. And until next time, I am Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, everyone. Good night. And may your God go with you. (laughs) 